0: Welcome in, everybody, to another round of the Cardinals Conversation Core podcast. I am one of your three co hosts, uh, Aaron Van Buren, along with Kyler Bird and down below, Reese Furlow. And uh, don't be afraid to give us a follow on Twitter at Cardinals Core, uh, C O R P S, and everywhere else that we are at uh, Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, uh, a bunch of other podcasting platforms. So, um, with that being said, Reese, what's on the docket today? Fellas. It is finally
1: game week, and we have a lot to discuss. But for our topics today, I want to ask you guys which players who you think will stand out in this week's game. Uh, Some bold predictions. I know we all have bold predictions. And then we're going to finish it off with our final score. Not too long, but we're going to have a lot to discuss in this week's episode. So I want to start off with who you guys think is going to stand out. On offense or defense, which players do you think will have a great game? And for me, um, I, th- I think Kyler Murray is the obvious answer, but I want to say DeAndre Hopkins. I think I don't think the Titans have a good secondary, so the receivers are going to absolutely ball out. Their Their corners are Janoris Jenkins and Christian Fulton, and I don't think that's going to be – those are scary named quarter- cornerbacks. So I think on offense op- – Offense, DeAndre Hopkins. On defense, Buddha Baker. I think he'll be all over the field like usual. And with Derrick Henry getting a lot of touches, he's going to get a lot of tackles in in the in the open field. So those are my two guys to watch out for.
0: Yeah, and you know, going off building off your point, I actually think you know Rondale Moore is probably going to be the X factor, um, mm-hmm. just because Tennessee has no pass rush, and you're going to be yeah. able to. You know, everything we saw in the Dallas game in the preseason, they're using them at the line, close motions, jet motions, you name it. Um, don't be surprised if Murray is in a, in, in a shotgun and they run that jet motion. And even my college ran this when I played uh, in Division three. It was just literally uh, ball snapped, quarterback literally lets it touch his fingers, just passes it up in the air, and it's a jet motion out the other way. And that play actually went like 95 yards for a touchdown, I think one time. So of course that's D three college and doesn't relate to the NFL, but it could be something that's used on defense is going to have to be Zayvon Collins. Um, Hmm. He's got to shut down Derrick Henry because we were atrocious at the run last year. And I don't want to see, you know, a repeat from last year when Jeff Wilson or whoever it was ran us out of our own building.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No one does. Right. Um, for me, uh, I'll start with defense because it absolutely has to be Zayvon Collins. Mm. Um, he's got the test of a lifetime for a rookie Mike Linebacker sure. to start first professional game. Preseason doesn't count. First professional game against Derrick Henry yeah. um, and that being his main matchup. That's going to be a gigantic test um, and he's he's not going to shut him down, but you want to see a little bit of promise out of Zaven Collins. And man, if, if he did have a good game against Derrick Henry, then maybe the hype is real about Zaven Collins. So that's something to look for. He's my biggest uh, defensive player to watch. Although I'll throw in a second one, Marco Wilson. Um, he's going to get playing time in this game with the retirement of Malcolm Butler. So we're going to be watching how he's used. I think um, is he going to be thrown on the outside um, in certain situations with three receivers on the field and, and Byron goes back into the slot. There, there's a lot of stuff to watch with Marco Wilson. And if he's ever put up against AJ Brown or Julio Jones, like that's also almost as big of a test for a rookie cornerback as Derrick Henry against uh, Zayvon Collins. Not so. What? Go ahead, Reese. Go
1: ahead. I I was going to just touch on on Zayvon Collins because, um, I mean, Derrick Henry's – I would think we all know no matter who uh, the Titans are going up against, Derrick Henry's going to eat regardless. But with Zayvon Collins coming in being a known run stopper, is this like really a true test on how good he'll be or do we have to wait until later weeks to find that out?
2: Well, I don't think it's fair to completely judge him if he doesn't shut down oh, a Derrick Henry. Like right. we can't expect him to do that. Yeah. So, there's going to be overreaction Monday for sure about Zayvon Collins <laughs> yeah. regardless. If yeah. he does well, he's the best Mike linebacker we've ever had. If he does poorly, you know, comes the worst and he doesn't know how to draft.
0: He'd be Darrell <laughs> Washington 2.0. All
2: right.
1: Yeah. And and I've been seeing a lot of um Chuck Harris he he writes for i think i don't that's control, revenge but, of the birds I revenge mean. of the birds okay yeah i've seen a lot of his takes and he's been saying that we'll see a lot of jordan hicks as the middle as the middle guy
0: as we should yeah
1: and um Col- collins will be like his 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 duo and then we'll see a lot of isaiah simmons as the slot corner i think that worries me a little bit too
2: um, yeah it worries me too
1: cuz how good is Isaiah Simmons as a as a cornerback? I know he's played a little bit of it in, in, at Clemson, but
0: I don't know. NFL I, speed's I, I don't like the idea at it of it whatsoever. It's it's reverse Dan Buchanan. If, yeah. if you have a if you have a position or a player having two positions, then you don't really have uh A good player at that position kind of like a twist on the whole uh two quarterbacks concept thing that was going on so right
1: but then it's like robert alford i mean the that guy hasn't played in in 700 years so Uh, do you put him against some of the best receivers out there or do you let a guy that's actually played recently
0: go into that coverage well, that's that's the problem now because they didn't do anything to bring in another corner who has NFL yeah. experience. Yeah. And so you got a guy who hasn't gotten on the field in almost three years and a guy who hasn't played NFL ball yet, or two guys, really. So um, I guess you're kind of playing with fire in the secondary. Nice move, Kime. <laughs> and, Kyler, did you
1: want to touch on who you said offensively you wanted to see?
0: Um,
2: yeah, I think offensively. I'm watching Kyler Murray. Um, Mm -hmm. What he showed in the few snaps that he had in the preseason was just not good. And I don't think that's indicative of who he he is as a player. Uh, I think he's super talented, but I want to see if there's any of that early season rust. What's going to happen with Kyler Murray? Does he come out hot? Does he run a lot? I I don't think he wants to this year unless he absolutely has to. Mm -hmm. So, I think what we see out of Kyler Murray in Game One is going to tell us a lot about the type of play he's expected to have this year, uh, and just maybe some of our season expectations for him.
1: So you'll think he'll have a a, the, the, a great game going into Tennessee.
2: I I go back and forth, and we'll get back to this on like game predictions. Mm-hmm. I just don't know whether it's going to be high scoring or a low scoring game, like is Kyler Murray going to be able to throw all over the field to his wide receivers who seem to be so much better than the Titans secondary. I don't know. Like he could have a big passing game. Yeah. And that's what I hope to see because he needs to get to the point in his career where he can always consistently take advantage of bad secondaries.
1: And Aaron, you went, you wanted to touch on, uh, or you touched on uh, Rondale Moore. I wanted to point out that he's, he's listed as the wide receiver four in the Arizona Cardinals death chart. And I know they like to run a lot of three, three wide receiver sets. So how will, how will we see, uh, or what kind of usage will we see out of,
0: out of Rondell Moore, do you think, in Tennessee's game? Well, there's also the fact that they run 11 personnel all the time, which puts four wide receivers out there. So yeah. I, I don't take his wide receiver for listing, you know, for what it's numerically worth. Yeah. Um, because if yeah, there's, yeah. if there's a way Cliff Kingsbury could run the like a 11 offense where everybody is a wide receiver <laughs> eligible, then he would do it, but it's yeah, not possible in the NFL. <laughs> right. So, uh, they're going to get him out there, whether he's a decoy on some routes or they try to feed him the ball a couple times. Um, then I guess you just really have to, to, to detect the pace of play off of that and, you know, continue to, uh, uh, throw targets his way. Um, and then my thing is should, you know, because uh, you recently mentioned the corners of Christian Fulton and then Janoris Janoris Jenkins, who's, I believe was a Cardinal killer for a long time. I think he had like two pick sixes in the game in 2014 against us. Um, uh, but the thing is, if Caleb Farley is playing in the game, uh, one of the knocks on him coming out of Virginia Tech was that his backpedal skills are not good. And you got Rondale Moore, who's got, you know, rollerblades on his feet and is very fast. And so you put him on a deep crossing route or automatic fly, and you see what happens in that game, and it could end up changing the game.
2: Yeah. What's Aaron, it? you want to keep talking a little bit about Titans defense? Um, we I'll chip in because I think we all have something to say about the Titans' defense, but it's important because defenses usually do start a little bit ahead of offenses. So so what do you think we're going to see?
0: Yeah, I mean, Tennessee had a 24th-ranked uh, uh, defense last year, and the pass rush was not good. I mean, it's not like they had a couple years ago. I mean, Jarrell Casey was a long-time fit there, but he actually retired like three days ago or something like that. Yeah, um, he did. And so uh, – There's no pass rush, and Bud Dupree doesn't count. He's a one-man show. And so it really comes down to if you silence Dupree, which he – I don't even think he's – I didn't even really – I wasn't really impressed with him in Pittsburgh. If you can shut him down, then you can do whatever you want. Um, And then also uh, there was a video about the safety Kevin Beyer uh, talking about Calvin Murray. Uh, he said that Murray is like a quote jitterbug, and he's lightning quick, lateral uh, shiftiness, and everything. And uh, he specifically mentioned, like, as long as we close down the B gap, we don't let him let him run through that because he can turn a five yard gain into a 60 yard gain, So maybe in that kind of video, they might've spilled the beans of where they're going to be pressuring the Cardinals offense. And that goes back into the guard center guard position from last year, which was, I like to call the inferior interior. And that was the reason Drake couldn't get the touchdown in New England, not because of Drake alone.
2: Okay. I see where you're coming from, but I think it's so ironic, funny. I don't know. The two week one opponents, Tennessee, Arizona, both have these surprise retirements from experienced vets that they pretty much just signed. Uh, Jarrell Casey retiring, and then Malcolm Butler retiring as well. Um,
0: Parallels work crazy in the NFL.
2: Yeah. Do you think it draws anything away from the upcoming game that this isn't a revenge game anymore? Uh, Maybe not revenge game, but it's not Malcolm Butler returning to Tennessee anymore. Now it's just two teams that really don't have too many connections kind of uh, pounding it out week one.
0: Well, I thought in 2014 uh, the Cardinals played the entire AFC South and they swept them. Um, But I still want revenge for the Vince young game from 2009. So Calumary is going to, you know hopefully do that this time because
2: man you losing- don't forget man <laughs>
0: no i don't losing the vince young and that scrub team please so um, i i just hate that loss and of course at the time it was over my my favorite corner at the time was drc and he got mm. burned again when the game mattered most so i guess that's mm. the reason why he isn't here anymore
2: yeah um speaking about the defense though The Titans were one of those teams last year that seemed to have, like, a pretty big gap between their offense and their defense. Their offense was good enough to win them a lot of games. They were a successful team last year. But, um, Reese, do you think we're going to be able to run quite a lot against the Titans' uh, front seven? I think we are. I think Chase Edmonds is going to start the year pretty strong because he's fresh and healthy, um, and maybe Connor gets a couple of those goal-line touchdowns. How much do you think running is going to be part of the game against the Titans, since we've already talked about secondary?
1: Yeah, I think this is going to be a coin toss, to be honest. It, it could go either way, because like Aaron mentioned, the, the Titans don't have the best run defense, but the Cardinals don't have the best running game outside of, obviously, right. Kyler Murray. So how how well are we going to see Chase Edmonds? I, it's, I think you look back at the Giants game where Chase ran for, what was it, three, four touchdowns?
0: Three touchdowns, 2019.
1: Okay, yeah. So I think he could have that kind of game against the Titans defense like this. But, man, it's going to be tough. I think we'll see a lot of Kyler Murray's legs. I know you mentioned, Kyler, that Murray isn't going to want to run a lot this year. But I think think we're going to have to see a lot of Murray's legs in this game. Rondell Moore is going to have to step up a lot. Uh, we'll see a lot of you know him in that game as well, but I think the running attack will be way more important in this game than the passing
0: game. Well, then and then to build off of that, um, you know the the time of possession battle. What is what is Tennessee mm-hmm. going to do with Derrick Henry or other yeah. ways to keep the Cardinals on the bench because they they can grind a defense to nothing. Yeah, and, yeah. and so you know, with the air raid and then you got Derrick Henry on the other side, somebody like when the Cardinals do have the ball, they're going to have to make sure they're efficient and get points as much as possible. And that's yeah. another
1: thing too, is that, is that even if the Titans are losing, they'll still run the ball down your mouth because it's, it's like, you still can't stop Derrick
0: Henry one way or another. So right. They're, they're a stiff arm away from a 75 yard touchdown. In the <laughs> right.
2: Well, everyone's talking about Julio Jones and AJ Brown, Because I think that's a pretty potent wide receiver duo. It should be. Um, But I still see, especially early in the season, er, it's usually easier to run earlier in the season Mm. um, just to scheme runs and stuff like that. So I think Derrick Henry is going to get a very significant amount of the snaps in this game.
0: Well, I mean, he's going to be worked. I mean, he's had... uh, but did he have back to back 2000 yard seasons or was this one the first time he did it? Uh, was that the was the year. first, but it was back to back leading rusher. Okay. So, I mean, there's a lot of uh, articles and posts out there saying, like, well, you know, he's bound to have regression here at some point. And I think I saw something that each every time a 2000 yard rusher went into the next season, they at least had a drop. I think it was somebody from Arizona. A newspaper did the research and it was a drop of at least 560 yards less from what they did the year prior mm. um so we'll see what happens of course julio jones being there is you know going to change that uh, but now that play action game which Tannehill was already so good at becomes even more lethal well moving
1: yeah. on to you guys were talking about A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, Derrick Henry. I want to get into some bold predictions. And I know I mentioned that Derrick Henry is going to run a lot, but I think one of my bold predictions is that Derrick Henry is going to be held under 100 rushing
0: yards. I can see it. Boom.
1: Oh, so it's not that much of a bold prediction. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, I'll give you a disagree. Okay, but go ahead. You go, go ahead. Aaron. No. no, I want I want you to agree with Reese first. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it kind of gives way into my bold prediction, and then you could kind of go off from that. Um, Taye Allen, Marco Wilson are going to be slaughtered. Julio Jones is going to have three touchdowns. The secondary is going to be terrible, and after not picking a corner in free agency – or the draft, other than those two late in the draft, you're gonna call them cornerback or safety. Uh, you know, the Cardinals faithful will have to finally realize that the corner depth hole was the biggest hole on this team even before Malcolm Butler retired.
1: I'm gonna have to disagree with that cornerback one, but go ahead, uh, Kyler, and, and see why you disagree with us.
0: I mean, I've
2: already said that I, I think Derrick Henry's gonna have a big game. Um, and I don't necessarily think that that's a knock on Zayvon Collins or our defense. It's just like um, you guys familiar with Ron Wolfley. Like oh, he's yeah. sort of the color commentator, funny yep. guy. I, I really he's great. enjoy him. He's great. But one of the things he says all the time in podcasts that he's on um, is that at some point you, you're not going to scheme your way to success. Sometimes you just have to be better than the other player. Mm-hmm. Um, and Derek Henry is almost always just better than the other player. So we can scheme. Vance Joseph can dial up whatever he wants. Derek Henry has proven himself to be a world wrecker. Um, you're not going to scheme your way out of him wrecking you. So it might be under 100. It sort of just depends on how they use him. But if they go heavy with him, I mean, 120 yards, two touchdowns, in a loss to Tennessee, I can totally see that. I have nothing but faith in the ability to get wrecked by Derrick Henry.
1: <laughs> well, the way I see it, the Cardinals have two good run stoppers in in uh, in Jordan Hicks and Zayvon Collins. I mean, obviously, Collins ha- hasn't played anybody. Derrick Henry, Henry will
2: stiff arm Jordan
0: Hicks. Into the next dimension. I think it's okay. saving Collins for that one. I mean, I don't know. Saving <laughs> Collins is already talking about we're going to kill everybody, and he hadn't even seen the field yet, but he might get yeah. killed in week one. Uh, also, just to make sure that my bold prediction was actually out there, three touchdowns for Julio Jones. Okay, that's fine. But
1: my bold prediction, Aaron, that is that I think Marco Wilson is going to have a really good game because the way I see it, and this is according to ESPN's depth chart. A.J. Brown and Julio Jones are listed as questionable for Sunday's game. Now, they are expected to play, but they've missed most of the offseason because, yep. of, uh, because of injuries. So they might be a little bit rusty. And for that, I don't think that they're going to have as big of a game, despite the secondary, as you might think.
0: Um. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I just – it's a fourth and a fifth-round secondary player. And I still – I mean, I wasn't too excited about the draft pick anyways. So I guess this is going to have to be like, show me. Show, give me a reason to actually trust you. and Yeah, um, and yeah we'll, we'll see what happens in the, in the first couple of weeks. And then um, I will make a decision four weeks in to see if it was a good pick so far or not. Okay,
2: um, I have an offensive prediction. Uh, I put this on Twitter, and I got a little bit of, of blowback from it. I, I really don't see Kyler Murray running for more than 35 yards max in this game. Um, hope and that, maybe that's hopeful because I hope he doesn't have to mm. if he's targeting a pretty bad secondary, I hope he doesn't have to run. Um, what do you guys think?
1: I think we'll see a lot of more design runs rather than, like, escape-the-pocket runs. So he'll, he'll definitely have more than 35 yards just based on... I think the way the, the Cardinals are scheming for this game is to run heavily against that Titans defense. So we'll see a lot more of Kyler and, and Connor and, and, uh, and Chase and Rondale more than we'll see... I think, I, to be honest, I think we'll have more rushing attempts than passing attempts. <laughs>
0: Wow. Shots fired.
2: You don't disagree with the dude that can uh, do the live
0: stream. (laughs) Oh, okay. So we're supposed to uh, please the operator. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
1: (laughs) So more or less, uh, Aaron, what do you think?
0: On the offensive side?
1: Yeah. Do you think – Do you think Kyler goes for more than
0: 35 rushing yards? Well, I mean, if you talk about wanting his legs to be a luxury, then he better act like it, um, you know, unless he has to. Um, And, you know, Rodney Hudson should provide a lot more of a secure anchor than Mason Cole ever has, was, or ever will be. Um, And if this offense doesn't have, you know, eight false starts in a game again or whatever it is, then we might actually be able to finish some drives. Um, so I, I'm interested to see how the run game has improved. And if they can, then that just is going to make the passing game that much more dangerous because with Hopkins and A.J. Green and now Rondale Moore, I mean, pick your poison. Someone's going to be open.
1: Yeah. yeah. And you can't count out Christian Kirk. I think he's going to have a – you'll see a lot more of him than probably anybody else.
0: Well, I mean, he didn't play much in the preseason and I heard it from I heard this from a different podcast or somewhere that if you're not getting reps in preseason, then the coaches have basically decided that they're not going to play you in the regular season. Um, so does well, that mean anything?
1: I don't agree with that because we didn't see AJ Green at all in the preseason and I mean, obviously he's our wide receiver too. Well, he's
0: a vet and he had the injury history. He was almost like he's almost as injury prone as J.J. Watt.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think what you're talking about, Aaron, was actually from uh, that live stream with Joseph Camo. Um, Cause he talked about that point that if you don't play in the preseason, it's either because they know that you're not going to play. So why waste reps that you could give to, to other valuable players Or you're so secure that you don't need the reps too. Because Hopkins isn't going to play. Watt's not going to play. But I don't see Kirk falling into either of those camps. Is he so secure as a player that he doesn't need to practice at all? But he's also, he's still on the team. And he could have been traded by now. And I think for whatever reason, and I'm not saying he's a bad player necessarily, but the Cardinals really like Christian Kirk. Like they're dedicated to that dude.
1: And I'm a fan of Christian Kirk. And even in, in, in an episode of Flight Plan, uh, uh, Cliff Kingsbury was saying how how much he's going to utilize Kirk from that slot position this year. So that, that should account for something.
0: I just want to see him actually live up to the hype that he was supposed to. He was kind of starting to turn yeah. the corner in his rookie year, and I was at the game in Green Bay when he ended up breaking his foot. Mm. Um, But up until that time, he had like, I think, almost 90 all-purpose yards, rushing, receiving, took a big reverse for a big gain that set up an Edmonds score. So, um, you know, best of luck. But, I mean, I'm not going to be surprised if he doesn't get on the field much.
1: Well, we'll definitely see him more than Andy Isabella, I can tell you that much.
0: Nah.
2: (laughs) I hope so. (laughs)
0: Yeah, like I said, he's going to be uh, Andy Isabella is going to be playing left out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, just to go over his
0: numbers, Aaron. uh, In 2018,
1: 43 receptions, 590 yards. 2019, 68 receptions, 709 yards. But in 2020, uh, 48 receptions, 621 yards, career high six touchdowns. So we know that he was used as that that deep threat, touchdown receiving kind of receiver this year in the slot i don't think we'll see much touchdown production but i do expect more
0: catches out of him I mean, that, I mean i can see that happening but also if the cardinals are going to want to develop you know a run game then you better start chucking the ball downfield cuz if the corners are going to bail or the linebackers are going to bail with a simple dropback you know that already is going to further uh the point of first contact so on a run so more down the field shots for murray is going to just help this offense as a whole
2: and that's what he yeah. wants to do i mean the most successful part of the field for kyler murray in 2020 were balls 20 plus yards like the the part of the field he needs to work on the most are the intermediate passes in like the actual center of the field uh he graded really really poorly there um but that's because, I think we've talked about before, we don't have a tight end. We have Max mm. Williams, who who is a good blocking tight end. And I'll give him all the credit in the world for that. But Kingsbury seems 100% disinterested in having a tight end on this offense.
1: Well, you know, to touch on that point a little bit, Kyler, I think Larry Fitzgerald was a l was that middle field receiver that he could have. Kyler never to even on.
0: threw to him though. Never. I know.
1: Never. He was always open in the middle of the field, but it was never thrown to him. So regardless if there was a tight end or
0: not, would he have still well? I mean, Kyler had so many passes batted down at the line of scrimmage. And and that's what frustrated me. Whether you want to blame that on the old line, not getting hands in and pulling down or for whatever reason. Um, you know, that's, that probably was in the back of his head, you know, and also the, maybe the creative play calling. I mean, everything was so lateral. So mm-hmm. how is Kyler going to throw over the middle if we are all we doing bubble screens all the time?
1: And out routes to Deandre Hopkins. Yeah. <laughs> well, going into Sunday's game, the Cardinals will be at Tennessee guys, just to kind of wrap things up here. Your final scores for the uh Tennessee Titans hosting the Arizona Cardinals.
0: Uh I'll go first. I got Tennessee 31, Arizona 17. Um, you know, it's all these new additions just they don't have the the playing time to connect and the, the uh the lack of playing time and connection and timing is going to show up on the field, and especially with the secondary. Um, and we'll see what the pass rush can do. Maybe make Tannehill's life, uh, you know, a little bit of more hellish. But uh, like I said before, Julio Jones has three touchdowns, and Cardinals leave own one. All right.
1: For me, I'm saying twenty-seven twenty Titans. I think if you look at some of the the recent. The recent things, the recent notes from the Arizona Cardinals, they struggle heavily to win in the East Coast. I was surprised they won against the Jets last year. Um, their last win in Tennessee was in, was in 2013, which was the last time they played in Tennessee. But it was an overtime win, 37-34. to 34. They're 7-4 all-time against the Titans, but... I think this is a new year, new team. And like Aaron said, they got way more vets. They got way more experience than what the Cardinals have. So it'll be like a, it'll be, it'll be Tennessee's offense versus Arizona's defense. And I think the Titans' offense is just way too strong for, for Arizona's defense.
0: Yeah.
2: All right. Yeah. I see where both of you, both of you are coming from. Um, and I agree on a lot of the points. But before I give my prediction, just so you guys know, if you're in the, uh, in the stream right now, if you leave any comments with questions, uh, we'll get to them right after I give my prediction. Um, and having said that, I'm unfortunately going to make this a perfect trio of losses for the Cardinals. And that sucks. I hate doing that, um, but I don't necessarily think that that's going to mean a bad season for the Cardinals, but I do think It's going to end with a 34 31 loss. So, a lot closer than you guys. Um, I do think it's very reasonable that we lose on a field goal to this team, Um, mostly because I just can't see, even with their defense, holding or getting and holding a, a big lead at any point. Because their offense is pretty potent, and I I think that they can they can catch up even if we do come out hot with a lead. So in true Cardinals fashion, I, I think it's going to be a field goal loss in Tennessee to go 0-1. But we have a pretty easy stretch of games right after. So don't uh, do not panic, Cardinals fans. I, I don't think it's the end of the world to lose this one.
1: Well. No. Bef- but uh, sorry, Aaron, to cut you off. But both me and Aaron think that the Cardinals are going to have some pretty low, uh, a low-scoring game. What makes you think that the that they'll score thirty-one
0: against Tennessee? You mean? The, oh, okay, never mind. I got it.
1: Okay. I
2: I think their secondary is just as as sketchy as ours is right now, mm. and um, I think a fair a pretty fair comparison. Mm. Of DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Green, Rondale Moore versus their receiving core. Um, maybe Julio Jones as a number two wide receiver. He's a little bit better than AJ Green as a number two, but uh, DeAndre Hopkins is the best wide receiver in the NFL. So never count him out. And and I think the, I think they'll be able to score. I, I do. Well, I just also, don't think it'll end up being enough.
1: Well, also I want to take in I want to. You know, add, add light to this is that the, the, the players you named have never played with Kyler Murray in a, in a regular season game before outside of DeAndre Hopkins. So we don't know uh, what it's going to be like when it comes time to game time. Are they going to even be on the same page? Practice is one thing. They only played together uh, probably one drive in preseason. So it's going to be completely, a completely different uh, atmosphere once, it, once the game gets underway.
0: Yeah. Well, then the other thing too is how is this offense going to operate with the return of crowd noise too? Especially with the whole Calamary clap offense going on and the snap infractions he had in 2019 as a rookie. So just something to watch as you go into the game.
1: I don't think Tennessee's crowd noise is that much. It's, it's, it's like a, that It's effective. a dinky
0: stadium, but you go away for a year and mm. it's just going to be such a big jump that they're, I mean, there's going to be a lot of mental errors because of it not only here but just in the whole league in general yeah
1: yeah but i think we can all agree that that they all won't be on the same page and we all obviously all agree that the cardinals are going to end up losing and i hope
2: we're wrong yeah 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 for sure before cardinals twitter like comes <laughs> at us they already i hate hope me we're and wrong
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's just, it's just going to be to a, a playoff team and a team that was in the AFC Championship less than two years ago. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it really comes down to that. And, you know, this team is still learning even how to win, you know. So that's that's the biggest thing for them. But if you guys have
1: any comments, even if you're watching it after the video, go ahead and leave your score predictions in the comments section below. Guys, you have anything you want to sign off with?
0: And Caller, you have anything? Are you good?
2: No, uh, it was really fun to try streaming this podcast uh, instead of the way that we've been doing it. Uh, we're going to keep working on on figuring out ways to, to make our content better for you guys. Uh, we'll keep doing our, our smaller segments uh, with Bird's Eye View videos and ARZ with AVB videos. And, and soon we're going to be adding a little section with Reese as well. Um, so we <laughs> he'll get to it. I promise. <laughs> but to, nice to those of you that watch this live stream, uh, we really appreciate it. Um, but uh, that shouldn't stop you from watching it later on. So go ahead and give it a view and, and you can go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Cardinals core.
0: Yeah. And everywhere else we're at we're on Spotify, obviously here on YouTube and a bunch of other uh, podcasting platforms. So uh, that's going to do it here for the Cardinals conversation core podcast. And Uh, we'll see you next time
1: until next time.